Chapter Six of Plum Pudding of Diverse Ingredients Discreetly Blended and Seasoned. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Plum Pudding of diverse ingredients discreetly blended and seasoned by christopher morley chapter six secret transactions of the three hours for lunch club the doctor having been elected a member of the club a meeting was held to celebrate the event bowling green esq secretary was instructed to prepare carefully confidential minutes weather fair and tepid wind north-northeast course laid from starting line at a church street bookshop where the doctor bought a copy of limbo by aldous huxley to pier fifty six n r course made good the same the doctor was in excellent form on the fourteenth street car a human being was arguing fiercely and loudly with the conductor about some controversial matter touching upon fares and destinations the clamor was great said the doctor adjusting his eyeglass and gazing with rebuke toward the disputants i will be gratified when this tumult subsides the doctor has been added to the membership of the club in order to add social tone to the gathering his charm is infinite his manners are of a delicacy and an aplomb his speech when he is of waggish humour carries a tincture of queen anne phraseology that is subtle and droll a man indeed l'extreme de charme as monsieur de jerquis loves to say what time he woos the public in the theatre programmes the first thrill was when bowling green esq secretary cast an eye upward as the club descended from the fourteenth street sharabang and saw over the piers the tall red funnels of the aquitania this is going to be great doings said he to himself o cunard line funnels what is there that moves the heart bowling green esq confesses that it is hard to put these minutes into cold and calculated narrative among ships and seafaring concerns his heart is too violently stirred to be quite maitre de soul the club moved forward welcomed by the suave commissionaire of the conard line it was invited to rise in the elevator on the upper floor of the pier the members ran to the windows there lay the aquitania at her pier the members hearts were stirred even the doctor himself a hardened man of the sea showed a brilliant spark of emotion behind his monocular attic window a ship in dock and what a ship a ship at a city pier strange sight it is like a lion in a circus cage she the beauty the lovely living creature of open azure and great striding ranges of the sea she that needs horizons and planets for her fitting perspective she that asks the snow and silver at her irresistible stern she that persecutes the sunset across the purple curves of the longitudes tied up stiff and dead in the dull ditch of a dockway 
the upward slope of that great bow it was never made to stand still against the dusty pier end the club proceeded and found itself in a little eddy of pure scotland the columbia was just in from glasgow had docked only an hour before the doctor became very scots in a flash ay bonny was his reply to every question asked him by mr green the diligent secretary the secretary was addressed as lad a hat now became a bonnet the fine stiff speech of glasgow was heard on every side for the passengers were streaming through the customs yon were two bonny wee brothers ablins ten years old that came marching off with bare knees and ribbed woollen stockings and little tweed jackets oh scotland scotland said our heart the wind blows smell frae the firth whispered the secretary to himself keeking about but had not the courage to utter it here the secretary pauses on a point of delicacy it was the purpose of the club to visit captain david w bone of the columbia but the captain is a modest man and one knows not just how much of our admiration of him and his ship he would care to see spread upon the minutes were mr green such a man as the captain would he be lowering himself to have any truck with journalists and such petty folk mr green would not mark you captain bone is the master of an atlantic liner a veteran of the submarine haunted lanes of sea a writer of fine books have you lovers of sea tales read the brass bounder and broken stowage a collector of first editions a man who stood on the bridge of the flagship at harwich and watched the self-defiled u-boats slink in and come to a halt at the international code signal m n stop instantly ha said mr green were i such a man i would pass by like shoddy such pitifuls as columnists but he was a glad man no less for he knew the captain was bigger of heart besides he counted on the exquisite tact of the doctor to see him through indeed even the stern officials of the customs had marked the doctor as a man exceptional and as the club stood patiently among the outward flux of authentic glasgow came the captain himself and welcomed them aboard across immaculate decks and in the immortal whiff indefinable of a fine ship just off the high seas trod the beautiful club a ship the last abiding place in a mannerless world of good old-fashioned caste and respect paid upward with due etiquette and discipline through the grades of rank the club for a moment were guests of the captain deference was paid to them they stood in the captain's cabin sacred words boy cried the captain in tones of command not as one speaks to office boys in a newspaper kennel in a voice of entreaty the boy appeared a curly-headed respectful stripling a look of respect how well it sits upon youth boy said the captain but just what the captain said is not to be put upon vulgar minutes remember pray the club was upon british soil in the saloon sat the club and their faces were the faces of men at peace men harmonious and of delicate cheer the doctor a seafaring man talked the lingo of imperial mariners he knew the right things to say he carried along the humble secretary who gazed in melodious mood upon the jar of pickled onions at sea mr green 
is of lurking manners he holds fast to his bunk lest worse befall but a ship in port is his empire scotch broth was before them puka scotch broth the doctor called it and also the captain and the doctor had some east indian name for the chutney the secretary resolved to travel and see the world curry chicken and rice was the word and not to exalt too cruelly upon you o oh excellent friends let us move swiftly over the gooseberry tart there was the gooseberry tart and again a few minutes later it was not there all things have their appointed end boy said the captain must i remind you we are on imperial soil is it to be said that the club rose to the captain's cabin once more and matters of admirable purport were tastefully discussed as is the habit of us mariners the drastic sanity of the sea it is a phrase from a review of one of the captain's own books merchantmen at arms which this club so it runs upon the minutes as lovers of sea literature officially hope may soon be issued on this side also it is a phrase if these minutes are correct from a review written by h m tomlinson another writer of the sea of whom we have spoken before and may in god's providence again the drastic sanity of the sea was the phrase that lingered in our mind as we heard the captain talk of books and of discipline at sea and of the trials imposed upon shipmasters by the la follette act what the club wondered inwardly does mr la follette know of seafaring the drastic sanity of the sea we thought of other sailors we had known and how they had found happiness and simplicity in the ordered combat with their friendly enemy a virtue goes out of a ship joseph conrad said in effect when she touches her cue her beauty and purpose are for the moment dulled and dim but even there how much she brings us how much even though we do not put it into words the faces and accents of our seafaring friends give us in the way of plain wisdom and idealism and the secretary as he stepped aboard the hubbub of a subway train was still pondering the drastic sanity of the sea End of chapter six recording by Greg Giordano Newport Ritchie, Florida